Welcome to Two Guys, Three Crowns, the podcast that talks about what it's really like to live in Stockholm, Sweden. I'm Sean, and with my fellow American Rodney, we break down the good, the bad, and the just plain weird. It's quite the journey, so join us for the ride. Deck the halls with boughs of holly, fa la 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 la. Woo! First now, day of Advent, right? Woo! And I've already had like 14 pounds of saffron, like baked goods. <laughs> like I've had like le secate. My wife was like, maybe I should try something different. So she was going to put something together. She stuck it in the oven. It came out and I was like, nah, this was pretty good, but you might want to try it again. So I'm like, <laughs> like gorging myself with saffron. But uh, now I guess yeah. you could say we're celebrating the unofficial quasi-official maybe start of the Christmas season with a guest in the house. What? We got a guest? We got a special guest? We've got someone on the line, a new addition to the Stranded in Sweden family. It's the one, the only, Ross Schauger. Yes, sir. Thank you. Welcome. 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 And you are actually getting ready to celebrate your first like in-country Swedish Christmas, because I'm, I'm sure that you've that you've had a little bit of uh, uh, of Christmas going. Maybe maybe you know what? Let me let me back up a little bit. Let, let me go ahead and let people know um, how we cross paths with Ross, which is which is kind of an interesting, uh, interesting little story. We had a guest uh, a few months ago and uh, it was Karin with Love Stockholm. And she was in Chicago, and we did this transatlantic pod, and we talked. Uh, and she had started telling us about uh, her adventure of moving uh, husband and twins and dog, and <laughs> uh, and it was selling a house. And then all of a sudden, we had like some really bad cold and flu symptoms. No, we had the, <laughs> the Rona had started hitting big time, which kind of threw a like, I mean, I don't even know if that's a wrench in the machinery. That's like a huge <laughs> that's thing. That's a whole other machine to eat the machine. <laughs> but they successfully um, we made it. They successfully moved, made the move over here to Sweden. Um, I had a little bit of follow-up actually with Ross because Ross had sent a couple of email questions uh, in for the move over. But now Ross is here with family and pet and everything. And yeah. we wanted to talk to Ross because he came now during the summer. And we want to find out, like, what's it been like? Yeah, man. Sunset was at two fifty eight today. How are you how are you coping with life? Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely it's different. <laughs> hey, you know, it's I got my coop card. That was the that's one of the most important <laughs> that's, things that's happened. That's, I got my coop card this week, and it was just like yes. Bill Tamba's next, and then uh, and then I'll be rocking and rolling. It's it, it's interesting. It gets dark early. It gets dark early. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's you know I guess it, it it's not that you know Chicago's a it's a little bit different, but uh, adjusted. I think since I work off of um, the U.S. hours, I take the kids mm-hmm. to school, and then I have four hours you know in the morning where I can be outside. Right. So whereas back in the U.S., it's like I'm working, it's dark, and then I get off work, it's dark. So it's almost, uh, I, don't, I guess I don't notice it as much. Mm, I don't notice yeah, it as nice. much. But like, but yeah, like the days where it's completely cloudy and, you know, the, the street lights are on all day and it's like you need your headlights to drive. It's, uh, it's, it's definitely different. It's definitely different. <laughs> 
Right now, because you um, you're actually keeping your office hours are you're kind of split between here and still back in the States, right? Yeah. Yeah. I work off Midwest time. So like noon to 10 PM are, are okay. my, are my designated hours. So, um, you know, it's manageable. It's, uh, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's not a terrible schedule. It's not a no, terrible and, schedule. and, and I always thought that the, I mean, one of the benefits is for me when I moved, you know, that I was West coast and over, I was nine hours, um, ahead was the fact that we're, ahead of our clients yeah uh, as opposed to kind of playing catch up with our clients um so you're you know that 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 to me always felt a little bit better a little easier um you know 10 o'clock okay you know i still feel like uh but when i'm done it's still only five o'clock but still emails are coming in and you still feel i still (laughs) i still feel like i have to be available and it's like next thing you know you know, it's one o'clock in the morning and I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to go to bed. I need to yeah. go to bed. It's like, <laughs> that, that's like when the, when the usually late emails become like really late, 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 late yeah. emails. They're like, why are you responding? Just go to sleep. So, and at yeah. that point I've been on the couch for an hour and a half watching TV. So, um, you know, <laughs> vegging out on Netflix, but it's, uh, I still, yeah. you know, I still have to kind of check every now and again, but, um, but no, the, yeah, the, the darkness is, a. I was concerned about it because I'm a sun guy and I actually, you know, I moved out to California years ago just to, cause I love the sun and yeah. that was a big concern for me. It's like how, cause even, I left Chicago for California because of that reason. Cause springs are so brutal. It's yeah, just right. like, you know, April's a slap in the face at that point well, you're just yeah. like, okay, I'm done with this. But you know, so far it's, uh, you know, I'm still pretty green. Um, but, uh, no complaints. It's, I love the nature and I think that's the, yeah. The key for me is that I've been able, I'm close to the sea and, and nature and, you know, I have outlets. Now, now, are you originally from the Chicago area? Yes. Yeah. Born, yeah, okay. born, yeah, born and raised in the suburbs. Um, uh, and then I uh, did a stint in California for about four years, five years. Okay. Um, in my mid thirties. And I'm already in my early forties, I guess. Mid forties. 43? 43 is Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be catching up to me and about a couple more decades, but, uh, yeah, but, um, I mean, has, uh, the move and getting here, cause you and I have, have touched base a little bit, um, mm-hmm. you know, since you've gotten here and I know that I've, I've sent a couple, you know, touching bases and checking in with you. And I mean, all of your responses have been, I'm not going to say surprisingly positive, but they've been really, I mean, you've been, you know, the the move has been, it's been good so far. I mean, yeah, I think, I honestly, I think the move, the transition over here was the hardest part, I think, because, you know, it was, uh, I won't forget it. It was March, it was March 17th, the NBA just closed. And then we were like, everybody go home for work. And yeah. We were already in, you know, we had already decided that we were probably going to be coming over sooner than later um, because the kids, we realized that the kids are, hey, you know, they're, they're, not, they're getting older. Let's let's get them over there before it gets before they get too old. So it was just trying to sell a house. And, you know, the kids were yanked out of school, you know, five year olds yeah. just pulled out of school, you know, as you guys probably know. Right. It was just like they didn't even get to say goodbye to their friends, and the, all the parks were closed, oh. the beaches oh, were closed, yeah. so I couldn't get out on the water. Um, but, but you know, it was just trying to keep a house clean and then um, manage all the stuff for you know what's it going to look like 
tax wise for for work and stuff and trying to yeah. figure that out um so and then selling stuff and like what are we bringing i mean i had to sell my two favorite surfboards you know my paddle boards and that was like you know those were like my first loves of my life and it was just uh you know i had to say goodbye to those and it was hard it was hard wow. i'm like honey these yeah. look at the sacrifice i am selling my favorite board because <laughs> exactly. i married you but these things oh let me tell you this is another yeah. level yeah it's like exactly. my second wife i mean it's <laughs> But second S- and third. Yeah, second and third, right? <laughs> yeah. But SAS, don't get me, you know, SAS is, you know, I can go on a rant on SAS because they um, they said, I gave them some of the measurements. I'm like, this one's 910. And they're like, well, the connecting flight from Copenhagen to Stockholm, you know, it, it won't fit. It won't fit. And and like, they never really said why, you know, right. you know exactly why. And then yeah. we, we also had a dog cage and we, we cleared it with them three, three different times. We made three phone calls. We're like, hey. This is our flight number from Chicago. You know, this yeah. is our dog. This is the size of the cage. We just want to make certain that there's not going to be any issues with the connecting flight. And this is why I learned why the surfboard wouldn't fit is that the yeah. connecting flight was smaller, was a small plane. So they oh. checked the measurements of the surfboard, but they didn't check the measurements of the dog cage. So when we get to Copenhagen after a 10 hour layover, they're, they're like, your dog cage isn't going to fit. And then that for me was the light bulb went off. They're like, I'm like, okay, that's why I couldn't bring the board. Um, So then we, you know, we got stuck at Copenhagen, you know, um, with, with two five-year-olds and uh, it was was an extra 10 hours. It was, uh, it was a little frustrating. Um, But then I was really frustrated because I'm like, then I could have brought the board. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Because we ended up getting on a bigger plane. So it was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that, in fact, I think that uh, Karin actually put up pictures uh, at the airport with yeah. uh, when you guys were when you guys were waiting for the you were like, because you were so close. <laughs> you were like, oh, we were, we were there. So it was close. it was such an easy like just like the kids did great. The Emma, our dog did great. And, um, you know, we got to that point. It was just like such a, you know, it bigger problems you know there could be worse things could happen um right but it was you're a little frustrated because you're like i just want to get there and start getting you know <laughs> yeah, just get, yeah. get settled down we were so concerned about the dog though because we just didn't know how she would handle the transition and it was just like to be in a, in a cargo hold and then to be on the plane and then cool. add another 10 hours to it um right. we were just that was our biggest concern is um we weren't so worried about the kids we were more worried about the dog how's the dog doing yeah. Kids are fine. Kids will be fine. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no, it was interesting. It was really, uh, you know, it was uh, just a, you know, getting over here was, you know, it wasn't so much of a problem, I feel like, because, uh, you know, I got settled in and things worked out really well. We, I guess we did a lot of legwork before we got here in terms of finding houses to rent, mm, yeah. um, getting, you know, uh, things settled with the kids. We knew what school they were going to. And then um, I think Karin, my wife, did so much work on the um, residency paperwork. That was huge. So we started the application process, you know, before. And she did so much work um, in terms of that. And that was a... I wasn't so stressed out about it, probably because I didn't right. really know know what goes into it. What was going on? Yeah, I'm just like, hey, I'm, just, I'm showing yeah. up. I should hang out. I can, I can work. I can go paddle. It's like you know, you know, let's live in an area where it's close to nature. So I, 
Right. I get, you know, I think a lot of people have a hard time coming back with somebody who's a Swedish citizen, whether it's a husband sure. or a wife or a significant other, and they have kids, and it, it doesn't always work out for people. So we, were, I was really fortunate. So I think when you were corresponding with me after yeah. I got here, it was just like things were falling into place. It was like the residency, um, you know, I got the... The coop. You got the coop card now? Coop I mean, card. Coop, coop card. Yeah. And then I got a bank account. And then now I'm looking at a bank account. It's like, you know, I, I have no idea what the numbers mean. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> somebody could take all the money and just be like, I'm like I, I won't know. <laughs> Why are there I don't so know. many zeros? Like, That's that false advertising. What is yeah, this? Yeah, right? Right? So it's, uh, yeah, I got the coop card, you know, uh, you know, it, the, actually, one of the hardest hardest things for me was uh, doing transactions because I, yeah, I, I, I my Swedish is terrible. Yeah. I, I don't know anything. And um, I mean, you've been here for you you've been here for six months now, Ross. And I'm I'm really I'm a so little he disappointed and I are probably that you're on the same level. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed <laughs> that your Swedish isn't a whole lot better having been here for a whole six months. You know, it's I just learned you know, that you got they had an extra three letters or two letters. I didn't know. That, so. <laughs> <laughs> just keep You'll be fine. You'll get there like, eventually. You're gonna t- you expect me to learn it? I can speak Spanish, but you know when you yeah, throw two yeah. extra letters in there, forget it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's up with the a? The a with the pricks. The a with the pricks. What's yeah. happening with that? What the, where, the where'd two you guys dots. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I was thinking about. I know that one thing we had talked about was you were trying to get your your mobile phone stuff. You were getting your, your oh, yeah, cell phone right. set up so that you yeah. could do. And and I flew via, I think it was Charles de Gaulle uh, on one of my trips over here, and it was the first time that I actually had to use like a landline phone. I went and hmm. found a phone to make a call, and I mean, I there was no, I didn't know where to start. I mean, because the plus symbol. And like the zero and people are like, yeah, but you don't need the zero. And I'm like, well, why do they put the zero on there if I don't need to dial it? And they're like, yeah, but the plus symbol is actually the equivalent of two zeros. And I'm like, well, why are they even, what is the plus symbol? This isn't even a number. You know? <laughs> I can't, I still can't, you know, here I'm, a, I'm at my work desk, but like here, yeah, you get, you know, the audience can't see it, but I have my phone number <laughs> written down on a post-it because I don't have my number memorized. And like when the phone rings, I'm like, hey, car. And I'm like. <laughs> take this. Yeah. Well, then on top of that, it's like, how are you supposed to write a phone number here? Because every other person yeah. has a different way of organizing all the numbers. I'm like, yeah. you do yeah. three, and then you do another three, and then you do four. Come on. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. I, yeah. I. So you guys are ahead of me. I still don't know how the phone number. I don't know how it works because it's. I'm so used to the the U.S. system. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, do I dial, I've do I've decided on a format, and yeah. After that, <laughs> here, here I'm gonna. I'm going to go ahead and give you a tip. You're going to need another sticky note with, with your personal numbers for the kids, Ooh. the kids. When, when people start asking you, because like you'll, you'll eventually, I mean, I memorized mine after a while, but I've been here for 15 years and I still have like a little cheat sheet in my phone because every time they ask for my kids, you know, mm-hmm. personal number, their, you know, their personal number, they're like, okay, well, what's the personal number? Yeah. And, and I'm like, well, hold on for a sec. And then yeah. it's almost like they're questioning whether or not they're my kids because I can't remember their, yeah, I can't remember their personal number. Yeah, no, she Karen said that she's like, you're gonna have to memorize your number and your personal number, and I, you know, and I and I get that, so I have it memorized. But then there's different, you know, formats. Like the bank will yeah. want your personal number in the year first, and it's just like, right, you know, it's oh, like, writing a date, writing yeah. dates, dates Forget are different. It. I'm like, is this Dates November are... or September? I'm like, I, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> They're starting calendars on a Monday. They talk about week 42. I'm like, get out of here yeah. with this stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, 
Probably one of the hardest things to do is really is like I'm trying to figure out like I know what a ribeye costs back home per pound and like yes. I know I know, yeah, I know yeah, when it's yeah. a good deal, but here it's like I could be paying two hundred dollars for you know a, a ribeye, but you're asking me to you're asking me to correlate you know translate from kilograms to pounds and then from from kroners to dollars <laughs> from dollars to kroners. <laughs> like, yeah, and I'm dyslexic. Good no, luck. That's, yeah, that's so, that's a, it's like gas. Yeah. If you put gas in the car? Yeah. Uh, one, yeah. I shipped, I was dumb enough to ship a car over here. So I did that. And, um, yeah. Cause get, the first time you, the first time you put gas in the car and you stand there and you're putting it in and then you, like, you stop to do the calculation and you're like, holy smokes, I just put like $80 of gas in my yeah, car. <laughs> it's expensive. I was like, wow. I'm like, it's, uh, it, it's not cheap. It's definitely not yeah. cheap. And I guess, I guess they say the uh, diesel goes, you get some, you know, better mileage on the diesel, but you, you probably still, you're filling gas and you're like, you know what? I should have left the car and brought my boards. It would have been cheaper. Yes, definitely. Would have been <laughs> yeah. cheaper. And I probably could have gone faster, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, those are, yeah. So those are some of the fun, fun parts of transitioning. But you're also, I mean, now the, the kids have, they're into school. Yeah. And I mean, that, that was a, a whole new transition too i mean i mean you've had stuff going the whole time yeah yeah, definitely that was that that was our biggest that was our biggest um priority obviously was the kids is that we right you know i'm from chicago but you know i met karen when i was in san diego Uh, we dated long distance and then we started Uh our family in san diego so in 2000 the kids are born in 2015 we moved back to chicago in 2018 um so the kids that are you know and then they transitioned to Chicago and then in two, you know, 2020, we moved here. So, you know, they've been through a lot of changes. So we want to really, you know, get them established with a network of kids that they can be friends with. And, right, you know, just recently you want to drop the kids off at school and I see, I hear other kids scream their names when they come in. I mean, that's just like that. Just nothing can make me happier to, yeah, hear, sure. to hear that they have other kids that are, you know, recognize them and, Right. Um, you know, I guess they're speaking Swedish in school now, um, which is great. Yeah. So pretty soon they'll be talking behind my back and I have no idea what they're saying. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm screwed. It's yeah, just like, like uh, my wife and the kids are going to be just like having a field day with me. <laughs> they're they're going to be, they're going to be at the, at Coop with you looking at the steaks going, Hey, does he have any clue? Like how much these steaks are actually costing? No. Yeah. No. Buy those dad. Those are on sale. <laughs> That's right. Goudis. Goudis on Fridays too. Yeah, dad. I mean, it's, you know, it's not just Goudis uh, candy on, on Saturdays. Now it's on Fridays. Yeah. No, it's, um, I remember cause Adrian, was, yeah, he was uh, five. Yeah. He was five when we moved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember the first couple weeks, because they started playing with the neighborhood, there were some neighbor kids that they started playing with right away. Mm-hmm. And even though they weren't really, and, and our kids, you know, well, Veronica was one, so she wasn't doing much of anything. But uh, when they were all playing together, um, they kids could understand because of Swedish making, or that Lena made sure that they, you know, were bilingual. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's amazing. I mean, kids, playing is international. Yeah, you know, I oh, mean, they, and it, it's, you know, it, it's really wonderful to to go ahead and see, and that's how they started picking up more and more and started testing with the language and things. But yeah, you know, it goes so fast. Yeah, um, no, it's interesting. It's like we have um, the first week of school. They had each one of us come separately for three hours a day, 
And right. so I was at their school. It was nice out. You know, it's, it's September. Um, so I'm sitting there. I'm like, well, I can't talk Swedish to the teachers. They don't speak English, you know. So I'm just right. like, all right, I'll just go play bandy with the kids. <laughs> so I would just go play hockey. And the kids are like, you know, it was so much fun because it's just like, you know, one kid tripped up another kid. And I'm just like, okay, penalty two minutes. You're going in the box. And like, you know, <laughs> he, he knew what I was saying. He, he got it. <laughs> he knew what penalty meant. So, <laughs> but the, t- and the teachers are just like, they're just looking at me like, who is this guy? <laughs> and <they're just> like, <laughs> you want to be, you want to be a substitute teacher? I'm like, sure. I could do this every day. But it was to, to, to watch the kids play. And then my kids, it's, you know, we have kids over for play dates now and, Right. To watch them, they don't really, they just, you know, they figure it out. It's really fun. And then when the kids talk to me in Swedish, I respond back in English and it's not a big deal. It's just like, no. you know, you just read facial expressions and, um, you know, we all figure it out. So it's, uh, it's, it's fun to watch. It's absolutely, yeah. it's really fun to watch. Yeah. And, and uh, it, it gets now, kids- I- Ross, how how's the the food transition been for you? I know that that has the food transition been a um, how, how how have you been experienced the Swedish Swedish food the culinary scene <laughs> the culinary it's, been, um, it's I'm struggling with it and I need some support and okay I just, uh, you know it's like. So I go buy the deep dish and Chicago hot dogs. Huh? Oh my God. It's like, I don't know. I have dreams now of like Buffalo wings. And <laughs> right. if you ever go to Chicago, yeah. you got to hit up Pequod's. It's like, that's some solid pizza. It's a, uh, I'm kind of a picky eater. So I didn't, yeah. I wasn't raised, uh, I was raised on Midwest food. So a lot of, right. uh, a lot, a lot of steaks, meat and potatoes. Yeah. And so Karen was always eating, um, um, salmon and I just I just wasn't raised on fish so right I you know when I got over here I was like okay I can grill you know I can grill you know hot dogs you know their sausages and stuff like that sure. and brat so I do that a lot and Swedish pancakes um, but it's it's still it's mind-blowing to me that there's no breakfast food yeah. it's like I can't go out and get like you know bacon <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, I you know want a car like go to a go go to like a Denny's or something and get a get a nice breakfast oh, with Denny's a short, a short mm. stack. No, you know, there's like a short stack. Yeah, like Denny's that. or like anything. There's like no there's no knives. <laughs> there's no greasy spoon. It's just like no. so breakfast is like you know granola and yogurt, which is great. It's healthy. Yeah. Um, but I miss the breakfast food. Like tonight, I'm grilling. Uh, I'm gonna fry up some wings. Um, oh, nice. Because Wait, I love, first of all, you found wings. wings to fry to cook with even. I don't know. It's like they're a little bit bigger than a wing, but they, they were in the, they were in the frozen section today. Today I really ventured over uh, to the frozen section at Coop, and yeah. I was kind of kind of meandering around, and uh, I'm like, well, "Those look like wings. They could be wings." <laughs> so they are wings. They are wings. They, they are wings. They are. They're they're not going to be yeah. a you know a Buffalo Joe's. It was a is my go to spot back home. Yeah, but yeah, so far the food I I found some local like. Um, you know, some local hot dogs that apparently are really are local to Ingaru. Okay. Yeah. So I, I guess that they're really good. Um, and, you know, my wife makes fun of me. She's like, it's feeding three kids, not two kids. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely do not fit in to the, uh, to the Swedish diet. But now, now are you, uh, are you in, 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 like an adventurous? Are you somebody that, you know, I'll try it once and then, no. and then, you know, no. No, I, well, okay. you'll you'll I, become like, that way. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Did yeah. you guys adjust or? 
Well, I was a I like fish, you know, before I came over here. I lived in South mm. Florida for 10 years, so that's kind of a given. But yeah. I couldn't believe like so you eat salmon back in the US and they just cook the hell out of it most of the time. So if yeah. you get it in a restaurant, it tends to be overdone and stuff like that. Yeah. But then you come over here and like if I see salmon on the menu, like no matter how crazy it sounds, I know it's going to be good. Like wow. smoked salmon on a pizza. I know they do weird things with pizza here, but smoked salmon on a pizza, I was like, okay, yeah. let me try it. The Swedes with salmon. And it was good. It was really good. Wow. I'll have to, yeah. I'll have to, yeah. And the pizza is like, oh, something weird about the food over here. <laughs> First time <laughs> yeah. I ordered a pizza and then I yeah. go to pick it up and they didn't even cut yeah. it. <laughs> yes. It's like, I called the place. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. it's like, McCarn's like, no, you gotta, if you want the pizza cut, you gotta, you know, you gotta ask him to cut it. And I'm just right. like, Wait, right, that's an right. option? I didn't know about this. I'm learning something new. You it's can like, ask. I think it's a new it. option. It's a new option. It might not be. She may have just said that. She makes stuff up, so I don't know. If she make it. I, I always forget. <laughs> but then, she, then, I, then she'll cut it with scissors, and I'm just like, okay. Oh like, no. That's, yeah. It's right, <laughs> yeah. so weird. That, but the salmon, no, I definitely, and I'm sure the salmon, I'm sure it's really good quality. And I, it's as you get older, uh, you know, I gotta change, work on my diet a little bit. So I know that uh, you know it's not a it's not a bad thing if I can figure out um, how to incorporate some salmon into my into my diet. But like that uh, crawfish, no chance. I'll be okay. 80, I'll what be I'm, here. I'll like, be here when I'm eighty, and I'm not gonna guarantee <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna have crawfish. Not gonna do and it. Now that we're heading into the Christmas season, we got all the pickled herrings. No, we got all the no, the, no thank you. No, no. Yeah, if he's not doing <laughs> crawfish, he's not doing pickled not herrings. Not doing herrings. No, okay. somebody. My last dog. Um, my first dog. Somebody tried to give her name was Whiskey. Uh, yeah. Try to give her some herring, and they put it in front of her nose, and then they dropped it on the floor, and then she yeah. rolled in it. And I'm just like, "See that right there?" I'm like, "That's why I'm not eating that because it tastes like you know what." <laughs> so if a dog rolls in something, I'm probably not going to want to eat it. Not going to want to eat it. Okay. <laughs> so no. yeah, but will you get done with the classics then? Will you go with uh, Swedish meatballs? Yeah, me, me, yeah, yeah. Sweet, I'm I'm solid with the meatballs and the pancakes, you know. So I'm really, you know, peppercaka is a strong suit for me. Okay. okay. Yeah. So you I got do, uh, you got Prince Korbar. You got like the little mini hot dogs. Yes. That come out yeah. around Christmas yeah, and those are, um, those are really uh, good. and then Christmas ham. I mean, ham? Christmas year Huinka is a you know is a stand. So I mean, I, I think you're gonna. I'm, I'm, it's looking pretty good. I think you're gonna make it through Christmas. I think, I think you're, you'll be able to navigate the. Uh, navigate I, the, I will say though, I think I'm, I might need some recommendations from Ross on the bratwurst because sometimes it can be hit or miss here. Like you, they say it's chorizo, and it, that's not chorizo. They say it's bratwurst, and it's not bratwurst. So if you yeah. find a good one, you got to let us know. And we'll I'll let you know. I, I don't know what. I, honestly, I was just cruising by and I saw something that looked like sausages, so I just yanked it out of the cooler, and it was just like. <laughs> I'm like, right. I'm like, I'm going for it. I think it's, so it could be because I can't read. I don't, you know, somebody, they say something and it's like, it looks like I can't that, read, yeah. can't count, be, can't tell the time. Could be a ten yeah. sausage. And it's like, <laughs> if, you know, if you want something funny, you should come look at me at the meat section because it's like, I'm trying to, I'm like, is that chicken? Is that lamb? Right. Or what is that? Yeah. Now I know that there's pictures. <laughs> yeah. They have yeah. pictures so that you can identify what section you're in, but it's, um, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Yeah. The, the, the one, the one to be careful for, and I brought this up in a, in an episode a while back, I had some friends that were over here when we got married, um, that stayed and they went grocery shopping 
And the difference between bland fash, mm -hmm. which is a mixture of um, beef and pork. Mm -hmm. That's for and your it meatballs. Looks, yeah, yeah, and it looks, but it looks an awful lot like just ground beef. Yeah. And they bought the bland fash and made hamburgers rare huh. when they oh. were here. Oh. Um, and they didn't know that it was actually that, you know, the pork mixture. They didn't feel good for a couple of days. But mm -hmm. um, that's one of those things <laughs> yeah. where you look at it and you can kind of identify it. Yeah. But it can throw you for a loop. But uh, on that note, one thing I've definitely struggled with is, is that I haven't found a good quality ground beef here where it's like the hamburgers don't taste the same as back home. Mm. Did you find that? Is that like a, is it, is that just me? I, I, yeah, I, I've been here so long. I mean, I've been here 15 years. So, you know, if I would I, probably say it's due yeah. to a lower fat content. It's yeah. probably awfully lean over here. Everything's so, so damn healthy over here. Everything's so damn healthy, you know, put I some know. fat back into stuff. Let's get some flavor back in there. I know. It's even the steaks. It's just like, um, yeah, definitely. It's, you can tell it's a, a, a cleaner cut and I wasn't sure maybe they're grass fed or. Um, yeah. something different. And I wasn't sure if the Swedish cows are different than, you know, American cows. I don't know if there's a, well, they speak Swedish. They do speak. Yes. <laughs> yeah, better, yeah. better than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what would that be? That would be like a moo. <laughs> like a moo. A moo with the two, oh, two dots right. on the end. <laughs> well, we actually have a guy that was a guest earlier, um, that mm -hmm. we'll, we'll go ahead. I know that he had written up um, and it's Matias that has uh, Burger mm -hmm. uh, Revolution, and he is in Iacareo, and okay. he is a burger specialist. And I know that he has some tips as far as getting that fat ratio to uh, to meat yeah. ratio. So I think that we'll go ahead and, and tap into that, and we'll at least get you the oh, get you the, the ingredients makeup of that. But yeah, he yeah. is uh, the the smash burger specialist. Oh, it's good to know. I'll uh, yeah. I'll let you know what uh, how the wings come out tonight yeah dude if they are wings <laughs> if they are wings i'll send i'll well, send you a picture you guys can okay. <laughs> i've been now, into Ross it said. and it was soy it was all soy <laughs> it was a soy <laughs> tofu wing what is <laughs> to, to, a to wing a to wing <laughs> a to wing yeah now ross you are an aquatic you're a water enthusiast and is it like stand-up paddling? Are you like a, did you start off as like a, a regular surfer surfer or does it? Yeah, great, great question. Um, I always wanted, um, I've always liked the water, but like in, in the early 2000s, it was, I couldn't afford a boat. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I can't afford a boat. And I was looking at Hobie cats and like even the, a used right. Hobie cat from like the 70s. Yeah. It was pretty cheap, but I was just like, then it's too big. Then stand up paddle got was getting big, so right. um, I'm like, that's affordable. I could I could afford that. So I I got a board, and um, that was like 2010, and you know I was just you know just cruising around on flat water, and then one day I was on Lake Michigan, and um, it was just small waves, and I caught my first wave, and I was like, at that moment I was hooked. I'm like, that was like. <laughs> That was, it was like a one foot wave. So it wasn't big, right? right? Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, yeah. It wasn't a big wave. Yeah, it was, California but, boy getting your one foot wave on Lake Michigan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I got that. I got hooked and uh, I was like, I'd always wanted to live in California. So that got me really thinking. It's like, what's right. it, what's it like out there? And um, so that's, uh, so yeah, I love the, I love the water um, and just being outside. I think some uh some people back home they kind of joke like ross is allergic to 
being indoors because it's <laughs> like, I, I can't I can't stand being inside. So it's just anything to be outside, um, uh, especially during the winter. So it's uh, whether well, I'm, you have definitely you have definitely hit the right place then because this oh, is yeah. Sweden is definitely an an yeah. outdoor outdoor yeah. place. Well, it's crazy. It's um, I think one of the things that surprised me the most right off the bat was like because I had been looking at where at now we're in Ingoro and three years ago we were um, you know here visiting and I just said hey what you know, let's go look at the archipelago people kept saying the archipelago go check it out I didn't really know what they meant by right. it and I, I knew what it is I know what an archipelago is right. and I had been looking at Google Earth and I'm like hey wow it's like, I could tell there was a lot of nature out here and um, we never got an opportunity to visit and when we were decided to move over here I, I knew that I had to be somewhere out here. My wife was from Ekero right. and I yeah. was just like, you know, if I'm going to, you know, put, you know, change my life and, you know, uh, transfer over, over to Sweden, I really got to try and be as close to nature. And it was just amazing that you're, we're 30 minutes from Stockholm and I, I can't yeah. find this. You have to go eight hours North of Chicago to find this kind to of To find nature. that, that much outdoor. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's a, well, it's a, boy, what a special, uh, a special part, uh, of this country is that their nature is, it's gorgeous. It's, it's really, it's amazing. And, yeah. uh, to be able to raise my kids and, you know, you're still close to the city and you know, yeah, you're right. so close to nature. I mean, I can go see mooses, you know, yeah, you know, in the afternoon, go find a moose if you want. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, go go paddling on the Baltic. You, know, you might see a Russian submarine. You know, might see some. I mean, where do you get something like that? I mean, where you can't. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You can't get that in Chicago. I mean, <laughs> yeah. maybe you know, that'd be maybe, real interesting maybe, if you did find one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Like maybe. Maybe maybe San Diego. Maybe, maybe right, San, exactly. Maybe San Diego. You might have some submarine action might, going you, on. You might see that in San Diego. Um, yeah. but yeah, it was just, uh, it's just really interesting that, um, uh, you know, how quickly you can get a, you know, encased yeah. in nature, um, yeah. uh, and still be so close to the city. So, uh, I'm really, I was really excited that, um, we ended up out here. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Ing- Ingerö is nice. I mean, and you feel when you're heading out towards Ingerö, I mean, you're kind, everything starts getting. You know, the road starts narrowing a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, towards the, the final stretch there. And I'm a, I, I can't even remember if they have like uh, like lighting on the road when you get <laughs> way. But it's 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 out there. I mean, Ingaru is uh, Naka and out, right? Yeah, yeah, you're correct. Yeah, yeah. And you, you, you did a great job describing it. Um, is that when you come through Gustafsburg or Gustafs Bay, right? Um, yeah. I still can't say it the right way. Um, and then you get out into Ingro, it, it gets from, you know, regular roads with streetlights and then you get through Brune right. and then you get, there's yeah. no, there's yeah, no yeah. lights. And, and people were telling me, they're like, do you guys know where you're living? You know, cause you- <laughs> we had rented this house <laughs> right. before we moved here and they're like, it's, it's dark. And it's like, there's yeah. like, there's like no lights and stuff like yeah. that. I'm like, I'm like, ah, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll be fine. And like, uh-huh. there's, yeah, there's no lights. And it's like, I walk the dog at night and <laughs> after work, it's like 11 o'clock and, um, I have yeah. to use a headlamp and, uh, it's fine. I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, it was like the first couple of weeks I was terrified, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm scared of heights and, you know, I'm scared of animals in the woods when you can't see them. Right. And, 
when I was first walking the dog at night, I would see these eyes like in the woods and I'm like, okay, what is that? (laughs) 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 Like, is that, what kind of animal is that? Is that a wild boar? Is that a moose? And it was, you know, it was, do I run? Do I run? Do I stop, drop and roll? I mean, (laughs) what is the, what is that? What is that thing? It's uh, it's California. There were sharks and some other animals, you know, um, you know, desert animals, but, uh, uh, so far, uh, it's, everything's pretty, Pretty, pretty so far, so good. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah, it's. Um, I'm not sure where you guys live. It's. It, I get the sense that anywhere in the general area of Stockholm and other cities, it's like you're so close to nature. Yeah, I mean, I you know, Nina's is is definitely out here, um, but it's 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 becoming more and more. Now we have this. They just opened up this huge harbor down here, deep water harbor, um, and it is. People were telling us that it was kind of like the Florida of of the area. Yeah. Like people had started looking at Ninasam as a retirement, you know, possibility and stuff. Like to you better uh, be awful careful. Close, You're right? going to get yeah. the uh, the Ninasam man making the news every month. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but it, it's nice down here, and, and you'll have to come down because I know that the Tura Tura is on your. I drove through. Uh, it is. A, it's yeah. in the real next time. Yeah. I, yeah. So next time we'll have to uh, we'll have yeah. to to hook up when you come down, but Ross, I think that what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and and wrap it for for this episode, mm-hmm. and then we are going to touch bases with you hopefully down the road and mm-hmm. keep track of your adventure. Yeah, definitely uh, uh, of how things go, and we will definitely be in touch if you uh, yeah. run into something in the grocery store that you don't recognize and you're not sure <laughs> if whether or not it's safe to eat. Go ahead and call me and, yeah. and uh, send me a pic, and I'll let you know. Definitely, and I appreciate you uh, keeping in touch with me uh, through the first part of my journey. So it was it was nice just to get a, a note every now and again. So, oh yeah, no, we got the we got the support we got the support net here. We're we're here for you. We're here. No, for definitely. You. So this is this was a lot of fun. So thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, well, we look forward to talking to you and keeping in, keeping in touch. Okay. Take care of yourself and say how to call it in. We'll do. Alright everyone, that'll do it for this week. A special thank you to Ross Schauger for joining us on the podcast. An interesting little note, after we finished the recording session, he sent us a picture of those chicken wings and they look like legit chicken wings. So, amazing. We have to keep a lookout for chicken wings in the grocery stores. Hope they turned out amazing. The doggo in the picture seemed to approve. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram to follow the latest exploits of Rodney, myself, Bjorn the Viking, and get all the Two Guys, Three Crowns goodness that you're after. Also hit up our YouTube channel for some behind-the-scenes action. And then come back here next week for more Two Guys, Three Crowns. Three Crowns.